0: Morgan strode into the queen's private audience chamber, sweeping the room with a sharp gaze. It had become a way of life to automatically look for threats. There was one enemy waiting for him, the queen herself. Isabeau stood with her arms crossed, watching him with the deadliness of a coiled snake. She wore a blue silk dress that matched the blue of her eyes, and her long golden hair flowed in immaculate curls down her back. She was careful with details like that. A gold chain looped the slender circumference of her waist. The chain was enchanted so that it was virtually unbreakable. She had ordered Morgan to make it, a scabbard made of ancient black leather hung from the chain. The hilt of a knife protruded from the top, wrapped in the same humble, worn black leather as the scabbard. Deadly power pulsated like an ebony supernova in Morgan's mind whenever he glanced at it. Isabeau never met Morgan without wearing Asriel's athame. Not since she had captured him. She didn't dare. Without death's knife to control him, she would become his prey. How he longed for her to be his prey. No matter how many centuries passed, that longing never ceased. It had become his purpose for existing, as everything else had faded away. He eyed her impassively. While she remained armed whenever he came into her presence, his greatest, most effective weapon against her was calm, bland indifference. It gave him a cold pleasure to know she hated his indifference almost more than anything. Shut the door, she ordered. Raising one eyebrow, he did as she ordered. Private audiences with Isabeau almost never went well, but then he had expected nothing else. As soon as the thick door settled into place, she grabbed a priceless antique porcelain bowl and flung it at him. Casually, he stepped to one side, and the bowl sailed past him to shatter against the paneled wall. I can't believe you let Oberon's bastards find a way back to Earth, she raged. She tore at her own hair, her beautiful face suffused with fury. How could you do this to me? Because as we know, he murmured, it's always all about you, Isabeau. There was no reasoning with her when she got like this. The Queen of the Light Court couldn't bear to be crossed or disappointed in any way. When everything went the way Isabeau wanted it to, she was all sweetness and flirtatious, pretty smiles. When things didn't work out the way she wanted, she flew into uncontrollable rages, She became convinced everything that happened, even the most arbitrary act of fate, was a personal attack against her. She had destroyed the image of immaculate beauty she had worked so hard to achieve. Her tousled hair parted enough that he caught a glimpse of fury in those lovely blue eyes. Lunging forward, she raised one hand to strike at him. He strode forward to face her. Pain flared at the sudden movement, and he pressed one hand to the flesh wound in his side. Be careful, Isabel," he said gently as he looked down into her face. Remember what happened the last time you hit me. She had struck him only once, and in retaliation, he had cast a blight over Avalon's farmlands and ruined an entire harvest. That had led to a winter so bitterly lean, even those at court had felt it and Isabeau had been forced to dig deep into the crown's coffers to import enough food so she could still have the luxuries she loved and her people didn't starve. She had since forbidden him to take such action against her, but if he had found a way once around the terms of the gash that bound him, he could do it again, and she knew it. Fear flared in her eyes, and she gripped the hilt of the knife. She had disemboweled people who had disappointed her far less than he had just now, but it took a major act of strength to draw Asriel's athame, let alone wield it, and she hadn't done so in a very long time. To the best of his knowledge, she had only drawn it once.